0: be the ball game six five four three they can't
1: snap it they can't stop it they can't win it alabama wins the ball game gary thomas linebacker alabama he was a nightmare for people that had to
0: try to prepare for him because he he had unique skills
1: just go get the quarterback i felt sorry for some of those poor tackles that came in and go against him because they didn't realize what they were getting themselves into a bunch of crazy dogs, not some fun. Woo! Woo! John, I gotta do that in this. Lights out. Sacking the cornerback is just like, uh, like, you,
0: like you devastate a city or you cream. Or you cream a multitude of people. I mean, it's just like like you put all off- offensive players in one bag, and I just take a baseball bat and beat on the bag. So each time he came over there, I tried to tear his damn head off. Let's
1: play some football! Let's play some football!
0: The pressure is on. This is Off the Edge on Tide 100.9. Focus on what you want to do, what you want to accomplish. Think about that. Don't think about how you feel how tired you are, how hot it is. You gotta push yourself on the field like when you're playing football. It's my honor to present the National Championship Trophy to Coach Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. To me, this is the ultimate team. All these guys bought into everything they needed to do to be the best players that they could be. There's more togetherness on this team than almost any team that we've ever had. And they had to overcome and persevere so much adversity through this season. And they've done it magnificently. And I'm so proud of this group for what they've been able to accomplish in going undefeated and winning the national championship.
1: Streaming live on YouTube,
0: Twitter, Facebook, and the Tide 100.9 app. Here is your host of Off The Edge, Jacob Harrison. Hello there. Good morning, and welcome into Off the Edge right here on Tide one hundred point nine and streaming on the Tide one hundred point nine app. Joe Gaither, Hunter Brantley, and Mason Woods all hanging out in the studio with you guys for the next hour. We'll be with you setting up the Jay Barker show, and then our friend Ryan Fowler on the game two until six. So keep it locked into Tide one hundred point nine for all day live and local sports talk. Hope you guys had a happy and wonderful Memorial Memorial Day weekend. Oh, man, looking at some of the faces around Tide 100.9. It looks like we could have used an extra day. This is our Tuesday day to recover, and maybe you're in the same boat. But if, if not, I hope you're back at it at work and ready, ready for another fun week. We want to recap the weekend here on Off the Edge. Since everybody was off on Monday, we want to recap the weekend and uh, get into several little sports topics today. But well, before we do, I want to remind you that the show is brought to you by Alabama Vintage. Alabama Vintage on University Boulevard right there in the down downtown area with the green awning. Charlie will hook you up with Alabama shirts, hats, jackets, all kinds of memorabilia that you would love to find. You can't really always find it online, that hard-to-find gear. Charlie's got you at Alabama Vintage. You can call in on the Alabama Vintage hotline at 205-342-9904 if you want to jump in and be a part of any of the conversations that we're going to have today. We're going to have several little topics bouncing around And having some fun today. But I think the best place, the most relevant place, the uh, most important place to start... Is with the Alabama baseball team. The Crimson Tide went up to Hoover this weekend and ended up finishing 2-2. Two and two. Got two, two big wins over the Georgia Bulldogs and then over the Arkansas Razorbacks. Unfortunately, fell on Friday night and Saturday morning to Texas A&M and the Florida Gators and subsequently ended their season on Saturday. The Crimson Tide left out of the field of the NCAA tournament, not invited to a regional uh, there was some speculation that the win over Arkansas would have put them into the tournament, uh, but if you looked around the rest of the the, the rest of the college baseball world, uh, bids were being stolen left and right, and it looked like, uh, in hindsight, Alabama might have had to win the whole dang tournament to get into the NCAA tournament. Uh, so we'll get into into that. Uh, you know, obviously, it's a little bit of a disappointment for the Crimson Tide having made the Ruston Regional last season. Uh, you know, the, the Alabama taking a slight step back in the program just uh, just just based off accomplishments uh, this year. But. A lot of circumstances to consider, Hunter Brantley. A lot of circumstances that hindered uh, this Alabama baseball team on the injury front, namely the number one starting pitcher, Connor Prelip, not pitching a single pitch for the Crimson Tide due to his Tommy John uh, recovery. And then we had, you know, obviously you saw the capabilities of Ben Hess on, uh, on what th- Wednesday 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 afternoon? Uh, no, 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 two, two, Tuesday afternoon, uh, striking out ten batters against the Georgia Bulldogs. But Ben Hess not really uh, full strength available all season long. We all remember what uh, William Hamider broke his foot. Yeah, uh, Texas. Yeah, so we, we we had a lot of a, a lot of injuries that uh, hindered the Crimson Tide this year. And uh, on top of that, eight and five in midweek games—you can't be losing to North Alabama and expect to get into the NCAA tournament. Overall, though, a fun season, a good season, a lot to uh, keep, you know, keep continue to build on. Uh, a lot of guys made several made great improvements. You'll see Andrew Pinkney probably get drafted. You'll see, uh, you you'll see probably Garrett McMillan, local kid, Andrew Williamson. Yeah, yep. A lot Jerry. of guys will, might will probably be up for the MLB draft. It'll be interesting to see what decisions they make. So, Hunter, what were your takeaways from Alabama up in Hoover? We'll just keep it locked into just the Hoover two, four games, uh, the SEC tournament performance for, for Alabama.
1: I thought we did all right. You know, it was kind of disappointing. Couldn't go further than what we did. Uh, pitching was a little inconsistent. We were up 5-1, to one, I think, against a and six. then 6, six to one. one 6 to one i A&M. Six. Six-to-one. Six-to-one, I'm sorry. And oh, you're great. I thought we were going to put GMAC in and let him shut it down, I think, in the sixth inning. Uh, didn't do it, had to come back against Florida, and I think we're in the game for most of it. G Mac pitched, uh, he was hit and miss a little bit, gave up a four spot in the first inning, but the bats came back. and uh, Drew Williamson hit a home run, got it to seven to six, and then Wills just fell off three run home run. Uh, that Twan John gave up, and then we didn't do enough in the regular season. Like you said, can't be getting swept by UAB and teams like that Ooh. and expect to make it. Uh, make the NCAA tournament, so disappointing for sure. Uh, I don't know what the future holds for Brad Bohannon, but I think he did an okay job considering the circumstances and all and the talent he's dealing with. Uh, I'd like to see him come back for another year. I don't yeah, know about you. Yeah, I'll be surprised if he's not back for the
0: twenty three season. Uh, I I I think that he's uh, continually been building the program. Now, uh, some of the issues that played played the program this year outside of the injuries, poor uh, poor play out of the bullpen, which, which kind of reared its ugly head on the Friday night against a And M. And and I wondered, you know. I should have asked this in the press conference, but I, you know what, I'll own it. I didn't have enough balls to, to, to raise my hand and ask it. I th- I wondered if Coach Bohannon uh, and Jason Jackson, the pitching coach, were making some of their some of their decisions off the bullpen based off playing another game the next day. Uh, you talk about maybe bringing GMAC into into the game. Now he's a starter, so you're probably trying to save him for that Friday game. Obviously, uh, if they had one Friday morning, they'd come back and played for. Fr- uh, if
1: they're one Friday morning, Saturday morning, yeah. If they yeah, had one Saturday, excuse
0: me. If they're one Saturday morning, they would have played later in that Saturday day, mm-hmm. so it would have been a doubleheader, like the Florida Gators had. And so I wondered if some of those pitching decisions were influenced by a remainder of a tournament to be played uh, instead of kind of going all out. Now, uh, we Alabama had some bullpen issues all year long, and then and not and not only that, uh, Alabama. Had some scoring issues all year long. You, you look at what happened in the SEC tournament. You, you you put up what four four? You put up five runs against uh, against Georgia in the first two innings, and then pretty much nothing after that. You put up six runs uh, against a And M in the first three or four innings, and then what two runs after that? Uh, so so really struggling to score after the fourth and fifth inning for the Crimson Tide this past weekend, and really a, 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 as a whole for the season.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, Drew Williamson seemed like he was the only one that, when he came up, he had a chance to go yard. Uh, Owen Adotti was inconsistent. We need some boppers, man. I know. We, we- need somebody that can, when he comes up, uh, he's a threat to hit it out of the park every time. When I mean, yeah. We didn't have that. We just don't got it. Uh, people said Owen Adotti was going to be that guy. I see he's transferring now. Uh, he didn't have the season he had hoped for. But outside of Drew Williamson and Zane Denton, that's the only two guys I can think of that, When they come up, okay, they got a good chance of hitting it out of the park and changing the game, and you got to have more than that in the SEC. It's a loaded conference, and you're not going to get it done with just two guys uh, that you can rely on in the lineup. Yeah, you need some boppers, and and,
0: and really Alabama did, didn't didn't quite have that uh, throughout the lineup. You you hit on Owen Diodotti. if you didn't see it uh, earlier today. Owen Diodotti per our friend Charlie Potter, has entered the transfer portal. Uh, if you were a part of the Alabama baseball space last night on Twitter, uh, you would have already known that maybe you know Alabama was looking at uh, a, a big roster turnover. The Crimson Tide probably losing you know fifteen, 15 or so guys to different decisions. Obviously with baseball. Baseball, there's a number of different decisions you can make: declaring for the draft, transferring out, graduation, and being done. Uh, Alabama baseball looking at a big, big roster turnover, uh, but don't be alarmed. It'll be the same same sort of situation as basketball uh, with the transfer portal in act. Uh, transfer portal being uh, alive and well, Alabama baseball, you know, will be able to utilize some of this turnover and maybe bring in some of those big old bats.
1: For sure, 100%. I don't know who's in the portal yet. It's too early to tell. Uh, we still got the NCAA tournament. Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, yeah. Ken Griffey Jr. Uh, A-Rod, yeah, Chipper that. Jones. Uh, I don't know if he has any any of those guys got college eligibility left, but we'll take you. <laughs> Chipper, if you're listening, come on down to the capstone. So what you make
0: about the Tennessee terrorists winning the SEC tournament? Got to give a little, little shout-out to the Tennessee Vols. Winning the SEC basketball tournament, SEC baseball tournament, and the SEC soccer tournament—the first team and program, uh, first team in in uh, conference history to win all three tournaments in one season.
1: I loved it, Joe Gaither. I'm a big Tennessee baseball Boom. guy. Big Tennessee baseball no. guy over here. No. Only baseball. There. You're fired. Only baseball. Why do you like them? The, I'm riding the bandwagon. Uh, I like uh, Drew Gilbert. Uh, he's a funny guy. Uh, his Instagram name cracks me up. It's named Chili Goo Bear. <laughs> Is he the one with the funny mustache? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think so. Uh, yeah. The curly mustache. Yeah, and he's got Ooh. the plug, the center fielder. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so you just like him because the funny mustache? Yeah, and the yeah him, and they got another guy who's got a beard who's kind of uh, brings attention to people. But too. you're not a beard guy. I mean, I'm well, not. No. Could you be if you wanted to? Or uh, probably not. No, it'll take me like. I haven't shaved in what two months and it's Oh, you you yeah. all right. I yeah, you don't have any fine. facial hair now.
0: That's good. That's Unfortunately, good. no. My beard game's pretty weak as well. Your so. mustache ain't bad either well, though. it's it's nothing like it's nothing like the curly beard, man. Yeah. Uh but Tennessee like come on. Here's the thing. Tennessee baseball this year there was no weaknesses in that team. And he, and, and to go off that that conversation, it really uh was not upsetting, but disappointing. Disappointing to to beat Tennessee in Knoxville, be the first team to beat Tennessee this year, uh, br- break up their their undefeated streak, and then after that, Alabama went ice cold. After that, it was like, oh, we, Dallas we, Dallas. We, we went out, we went all out, and we beat the best team in the nation. And honestly, they are it sucks for it sucks for us, but they are. Uh, we you beat the best team in the nation on that Friday night, and then into the tank. I don't know. I, I don't have a good explanation
1: for that. Yeah, me either. It's kind of like basketball. They're the same way. We beat Gonzaga in Houston, and then we just fell off, dropped off the face of the earth. Same thing with baseball. We beat Tennessee, number one team in the nation. You expect us to ride that wave of momentum throughout yeah. the year, and nope. Uh, I think we dropped, what, six, seven, eight straight, something like that. Uh, kind of unexplainable, and it's a little inexcusable as, as well. Uh, so who's beating Tennessee? Because here's the thing. I got a buddy, lifelong buddy.
0: You know, I'm from Chattanooga, so a lot of my buddies are Tennessee fans. Uh, I, got a, I got a buddy who will, he will let me hear. You know, he's probably never – he hasn't probably watched three pitches all year. That's how t- these Tennessee fans are. We're not going to watch any baseball, but, oh, now that we're good. Oh, I'm a, I love the balls. Love I love the balls. Go baseball. Go baseball. You know, go, go strike them out. Over a <laughs> touchdown ball you know they're, 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 that's how they are and that's why i, ha- I cannot stand them because they ain't paying attention to any baseball they're just oh we're good we're finally good okay now i love them uh who's going to be the team C- can somebody knock them out of the national tournament
1: absolutely not they will run the table for the first time ever it seems like in their sports history and they will win the NCAA baseball tournament in Omaha. I think it'll be the first one ever, first major championship since I don't remember '08 when they beat Memphis in basketball. I think
0: that was Kansas. Kansas, Kansas Kansas won. Kansas Kansas beat beat them. Never mind. Uh, no, that's okay. Because uh, I won a lot of money off that Kansas. Game. <laughs> I, I, as as a high school senior, I won, I I, I, uh, I had way too much money on Memphis, just aside or on Kansas in that game. And you know, Memphis was that unbeat, unbeatable team. They had uh, uh, Chris Douglas-Roberts and, and and Derek Rhodes And I can't remember the last others. time they won a
1: championship. Tennessee did in anything.
0: Nineteen ninety eight, man. Ninety eight, Tennessee boy. balls. <laughs> Oh, gosh. 98 with Fat <laughs> Philip Bulma, p- Peerless Price. was there, wasn't he? Payton, wasn't Payton had last just year? left. Uh, Peyton had just left. Oh, gosh. Who was? Uh, I'm not sure who. I cannot. Uh, God, the, the offensive coordinator guy. Uh, he, his name is like right on the tip of my tongue. T Martin. T Martin. T Martin. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 I was right there. They all, he went off and, and coached at USC, coached at all, all kinds of places. T Martin led them to that national title, Hunter Brantley. Uh, our, our producer extraordinaire, Mason Woods, telling me last time Tennessee was in the college baseball world series was in the final was 1951. 1951. So it's been a First while. First title
1: since 1951. But you know what? Breaking All these the Deck on Balls fans, you know what they're going to say? I
0: remember I was there in 51. I Our was team there. was so good. They lost that year for the record. They lost in 51. They were the runner-up. Well, good. So I, they've never, won. I, hope, they've never I, won. I hope they have massive heartbreak because, I, I, I honestly, pull back the curtain, I hate them. I hate them. With a deep – I hate they're them. They're the terrorists to you I, and I, everything. I, I, <laughs> I cannot stand them. And and I try not to have hate in my heart. If you got hate in your heart, let it out. But, oh, my gosh, I cannot stand the Tennessee Vols. Uh, why don't we take a break right here, Hunter? We're, we're, uh, we're a little past our break. When we come back, I want to talk about the NBA playoffs. I want to talk about Celtics and Heat and the way it finished, but I want to try to tie it into Alabama a little bit for all our listeners. So uh, keep it locked into Off the Edge. This is Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. You've probably seen their clothing around town on game days, but check out Christopher Mobley on the Strip. It's luxury game day apparel, redefined. It's the only place in town where you can find Todd Hoops Apparel, clothing designed for the modern-day entrepreneur, golf enthusiast, and athleisure fanatic. They've got Peter Millar, Fiore, Grayson, and Mizzenamain. And if you haven't tried the, Miz the Main dress shirts, you've got to. You can find them at 1410 University Boulevard on the Strip. Also, they've got a great e-commerce site at ChristopherMobley.shop. So check out Christopher Mobley, luxury game day apparel, redefined. Are you receiving unemployment? Your benefits could be at risk. Here's how you can protect yourself and your benefits. Never respond to mail notifying you of a false claim in your name. Never answer a text message asking you to verify your account. And only respond to official Alabama Department of Labor's social media pages. Report fraud at labor.alabama.gov fraud. Brought to you by the Alabama Department of Labor, ABA, and the station. The Alabama Department of Labor is an equal opportunity employer program. Auxiliary aids and services available upon request to individuals with disabilities. Dial 711 for TTY accessible. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Mostly sunny and
1: hot today, Tuscaloosa's high 91. Fair tonight with a low at 69. Tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny, the high 92. Thursday, partially sunny, a chance of scattered showers and thunderstorms during the day, the high at 89. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 85 degrees in Tuscaloosa
0: aren't going anywhere off the edge is available in the podcast center
1: on tide 100.9.com
0: Welcome back to Off the Edge right here on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Joe Gaither, Mason Woods, and Hunter Brantley all hanging out with you guys. As Nick Saban was just recently at the podium for SEC Spring Meetings, we'll get into that in the next segment after I can kind of sort of read some of this stuff. My friend Nick Kelly, you can find him on Twitter, at underscore Nick Kelly is tweeting about it. Uh, He's down there. Looks like he got a prime seat. Actually, he's behind Joey Blackwell, so Joey Blackwell got the best seat. Uh, so you know, we'll, we'll get into that and just some of the things that Coach Saban said here in just a little bit. But let's 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 go back to the weekend because you know it was a wild weekend, a long weekend. Hunter Brantley missed all the sports; he was out on a boat with many many women. You know, so oh, for
1: sure, congratulations, My supermodels.
0: Yeah, congratulations. Absolutely. Invite me next time. Appreciate that. For sure. Uh, sure. (laughs) So, uh, over the weekend, we saw a game seven. Uh, between the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics, and unfortunately for our friend Keith Askins, Alabama Sports Hall of Famer, the Miami Heat were defeated, uh, lost by four, is what I, uh, is what I think I believe the final margin ended up with with with, with the fouls, uh, with the with the final foul, four or five. Uh, but uh, anyways, Jim, Jimmy Butler had a great game, and basically the only reason that that the Miami Heat were in the game, and he opted to take a three point shot with 50, 15 seconds left, he was wide open but it was rushed. He was kind of coming down in transition. He might have benefited from taking a t- taking a, a half-second pause and, and collecting himself for, for, the, for that shot. Uh, obviously, three-pointers are not really his specialty, but he could have made it absolutely w- with maybe just a, a half a deep breath there. Uh, but that's not really the concept I want to get into and talk about. Uh, it is, if, if you want to jump in and talk about it, 205 But uh, what I want to talk about is Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum, basically basically the uh, the best player on the Boston Celtics he won the the uh, Larry Bird MVP trophy first year they've given out an MVP for the conference finals which i think is very weird uh Good job, you, you you won the conference finals. Who cares? Uh, but you you won the Larry Bird the, the Larry Bird MVP trophy. But the weird thing about it to me is the die, you know Celtics green, you know diehard Celtic. This that and the other. And my man Jason Tatum is wearing a purple and gold Kobe Bryant armband throughout the game. Now. To set it up, Kobe and Jason Tatum, prior to Kobe's death, uh, it reportedly had a very, very strong relationship, and, you know, mentor-mentee relationship, I'm going to teach you, train you, that sort of thing, and Jason Tatum looked up to Kobe Bryant. I got no issues with any of that. That's that's great. We all have our, our heroes. We all have our mentors, and super, super great that you have a great, had a great relationship with Kobe Bryant, and, and and really, really sad and really unfortunate that Kobe Bryant passed away at a very young age absolutely tragic but here's the thing the lakers celtics rivalry is like one of the biggest rivalries in sports i know you all love alabama and auburn and i i, I know the people who like to say oh ohio state michigan yeah, I'll, I'll sit here and tell you about bears packers Yankees, Red Sox, you got Celtics and Lakers right in that class. Everybody, I mean, it just depends on who you like. Carolina, Duke, it just depends on which rivalry resonates with you the most. But all those rivalries are basically in that class of best rivalry in sports. You don't wear purple and gold with your daggum green uniform. I, I, you know, okay, you want to honor Kobe Bryant, I get that. You're wearing your black Mamba shoes, the Kobe Bryant shoes, that are black. That's good enough. Uh, good, I feel like that's
1: good enough. Get a tattoo. Get the logo on your arm, which is what I was thinking about doing. But don't wear that. As a Lakers fan, that would make me want to just throw up. As a Celtics fan, same thing. Just You cannot match those two colors. It's like matching crimson and red and... Or crimson and white and orange and blue for Auburn. Exactly. not a good look at all. Exactly. You're already wearing the man's shoes to to honor him. Great. Awesome. Good choice. They're
0: black. They're going to match with you, whatever your uniform is. There's nothing wrong with that. Your uniform, all the uniforms have that 24 tag on them to, to kind of honor Kobe Bryant. That's great. Uh, per, no no problem. That tag is, is black and white just so it matches with all the uniforms in the league. Perfect. No big deal. But you're like, imagine Bryce Young rocking an orange an orange sixteen armband because he likes Peyton Manning because he and Peyton Manning are close or it was something of the like. Imagine you said it, Jameer Gibbs. If if Jameer Gibbs wearing was, a Bo Jackson yes arm sleeve or
1: something well, like that. Bo like, knows this or something.
0: You know, I you you know what I was preparing to do in our group in my little uh, group chat that that I'm in. If if the Celtics had lost that game, I was going to go really, really low brow, really low hanging fruit, and say it's because of the armband. The Lakers cursed him. That's because of the and and obviously it's the Kobe curse. And obviously, like that's that's really low brow and that's not very like well thought out. But that's how sports fans are. Oh yeah. If
1: Bryce asked the Cubs fans about it, yes, hundred and eight years. If
0: Bryce Young wears an armband uh, with, with 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 Peyton Manning's like colors and logo on it, every time. Tommy throws an interception. The Crimson Tide fans. It's because that daggum Tennessee armband he's wearing. It's because that Tennessee and, 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 and no, it wouldn't be because of the armband. But you give you give credence to the mouth breathers. You give credence to the cavemen who are let's be honest. The the Boston sports fans who are not always known to be very nice. Uh,
1: <laughs> Some of the meanest in the game, for sure. Yes. No <laughs> doubt about it. There's, them in Philly. You give them a reason to to basically go in
0: on you. And, and, and I'm sorry. like, good job, you won the game. You, you. But if he would have lost, who?
1: So it's a bad the amount of rage that they would have had for him. You, hate.
0: you, you gotta think, like, is there not a longtime Celtics equipment manager somewhere around? Is there not a because because you know basketball coaching turnover turns over every two to three years. People mm-hmm. they, you get turned over unless you're championship winning coach like Steve Kerr or something like that. You get turned over. So like the, the these these organizations uh, at, at the at the base level may not be having you know that longtime equipment manager. But where with the heck was Danny Ainge?
1: That's what I'm saying. The the, the general manager saying, you know what. Don't wear that on the Please court. Please to god, do not wear that purple <laughs> and gold out here on this court. <laughs> wear a Celtics jersey. It made me baffled. Now, like ultimately, does it matter? No,
0: it doesn't matter. It, it, you can wear pink and green. You you wear whatever the heck colors you want. But it just struck me as like, what are you doing, man? I, I I just I just couldn't grasp and wrap my head around it. And then on top of that, the secondary thing is Jason Tatum, you're a little bit look at me in this sense. Uh, you, you go out and you win the game. Great. Good job. Congratulations. No hate. You go out and win the game. You, you have a, a really good series. Good job. You've now defeated uh, the Bucks. You defeated the Heat. You defeated... Who was a thirteen? they a Raptors, I the Nets, the Nets, the Nets, the So they basically took down they took down KD and Kyrie. They took down Giannis. Uh, no Middleton there, and the, and then they took out the Heat. Heat culture, great, great franchise, great organization. So so have taken down three basically giants in the in the uh, in the Eastern Conference, but I don't know. And maybe this is just me being weird, but he's text messages, the, the phone number, the reported phone number that, you know, that we, in his phone is contact is Kobe Bryant. Now we all know Kobe's passed away and that phone's pro- that phone number's probably defunct or it might just be sitting Someone's in a, a somebody sitting in a drawer somewhere yeah. and he texts him, Oh, I did it for
1: you. Okay. i like, that makes you feel good on the inside. I get that. It's a good story. It's a cool story. It makes you warm and fuzzy inside. Bro. Right, right. Cause I guess, cause I've done things
0: just for me. But here's where I think it's look at me. You screenshot it and you put it on Instagram and like like for some sort of like recognition like I'm still texting Kobe
1: Bryant. Like no the heck like I'm sorry. Let's operate in reality here. You're not. That's probably the first time he's texted that phone number in like two years. Maybe longer than that. Exactly. So I I don't know. Jason Tatum, congratulations on getting to the conference finals
0: or getting to 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 the finals, the NBA finals. Uh, you know, you've been in the league for for a while. Obviously, the group of Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and Marcus Smart, you know, have been stopped at the conference finals for many years in a row. Great job. You got over that hump, but you just struck me as very me me me. Look at me with my purple armband and look at look at my text messages and uh. I don't know. We all, like, honestly, the 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 basketball world right now. I'll be honest. I I'm not really a Kobe lover like like that. But but many people are. The the massive for the, sure. The massive you know majority is idolizing Kobe Bryant. That's great. And, and especially in the basketball world, they are. Like you don't got to
1: be doing all that, man. You don't got to be mm. doing all that. He might wear a Kobe Bryant jersey to game one against the Warriors, <laughs> or might change his number to twenty four. Who knows? If he comes out, yeah, it, like. What are you – exactly. What are you going to do in the next game? you going to wear – are you going to be the only guy out there with a Lakers jersey on? Or uh, change your number to A24, or something like that. Wear a Lakers shirt under your Boston jersey, something like that. I don't know. you just giving the Boston fans a reason to – to hate on you, and,
0: and and you know, I've got I've got a, a, a Celtics fan who's in my group chat who's very very mature and who's like, oh, I don't care about that. And, and great, he's very mature. But the av- I'm sorry, the average fan is. Is nuts. Let me just tell you: if 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 uh if Justin Fields comes out th- next year wearing a, a green and yellow armband with a twelve on it to honor Aaron Rodgers or a or, four for Favre, to honor yeah. Brett Favre, I'm gonna lose my daggum mind. I I will, and I know that that's immature, but I'm gonna lose my daggum mind. You don't have anything to do with that organization. Exactly. You don't have anything to do with that franchise. Do that in your own time. Honor 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 your heroes in your own time. Honor
1: them off the court on someone else's time, not ours. You know what I'm saying?
0: Absolutely. All
1: right. Let's take a break right here, Hunter, unless you got another more points on that. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I All said well, We're going to take a break, and
0: when we come back, we'll uh, start scrolling your Twitter, Hunter. We'll find out what, uh, what Nick Saban's been talking about down there at the SEC Spring Meetings, and we'll talk about that next on Off the Edge. This is Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. I
1: can go from zero to 60 way too fast. (laughs) Who knew electric vehicle owners were having so much fun?
0: 20 or 30 years ago, I owned a a gas sports car, and this car is much quicker. It's a great, fun car to drive. When you put your foot on the accelerator, it just goes.
1: They're fun, they're fast, they're efficient. Visit DriveElectricAlabama.com to learn how you can start having fun driving an electric vehicle. Sponsored by the Alabama Clean Fuels Coalition, the ABA, and this station. You're listening to Off The
0: Edge on Tide 100.9. Welcome back into Off the Edge right here on Tide 100.9. Mason Woods, Hunter Brantley, and Joe Gaither hanging out for just another 20, 25 minutes or so until Jay Barker and crew take over. Hope everybody had a great and happy Memorial Day weekend, relaxing Memorial Day weekend. Hunter Brantley on a boat with supermodels. Mason Woods flying. What were you doing? You were skiing down the mountains in Denver, right? Is there still sure. snow on the mountains, right? Sounds
1: good to me. Yeah, that's what you were doing.
0: So uh, everybody enjoying the, their uh, – what was I doing? I was uh, I, I was put, it, put trying to get down to Destin to put a bug in this room is what I was trying to do. Uh, unfortunately, the SEC, uh, you know, the, the, the security kept me out. I was unable to uh, smack my little recorder underneath the table. Uh, so sorry for the Tide 109 audience. We don't have that insider audio like I wanted. Uh, so, but anyways, Nick Saban and co- company. Everybody has now uh, looks like had some time in front of the podium. Uh, Nick Saban and company talking at the SEC spring meetings. Uh, Nick Saban quote: "I think that boosters should continue to be precluded from recruiting, including use of NIL offers prior to enrollment." Uh, another another quote: "I have no problem with Jimbo at all." Uh, this is coming from Mike Rodak. Nick Saban after being asked directly about his evidence uh, about Texas A&M buying their class, he said, I didn't say anything. uh, anybody did anything wrong, and I've said everything I'm going to say about this. So
1: Nick Saban with a little foot-in-mouth disease. uh, He didn't lie, though, when he said it. His original comments, he didn't lie about it when he said it, about them paying people. But what what evidence does he have when he said they bought every player on their roster? I mean... This is just looking at it from a distance. You cannot tell me you can't go eight and four and then have eight five stars in the next recruiting class without giving some sort of compensation. Just looking at it from the so, outside point of view. So you're guessing? That's what. Yeah, he's just hypo- hypo- hypothesizing, I guess, thinking about it. Hunter, do you know how many of the total recruits in their 2023 class are from Texas? How many? Over half of them. You don't think they, they want they, money too, you, though? You don't think they were inspired by beating Alabama? eight and four does not inspire me. You, you, I'm sorry, it doesn't you don't you, you don't think that uh Jimbo sold him a bill of goods about beating Alabama? Absolutely not no because they went eight and four though like what does that do? What does beating Alabama do for you other than being it, like, hey and we beat Alabama, but we went eight and four well, and we didn't get to go to a bowl game. But Nick Saban said they bought every recruit. Oh, oh, that part's not true. That part's not true. But some of them, yes, some of them, but not all 23, 24 of them. Exactly. Nick Saban's just a whiny little baby, is what it is. He's mad. He's upset. He's upset he didn't get the number one recruiting class. And I didn't like how he went after Deion Sanders and Travis Hunter. I mean, the coach ain't even making a million dollars, and he's going to say, yeah, that guy got a million to go to Jackson State. Like, that's low here's uh, the thing uh it's it's it sounds like nick saban is advocating for uh
0: federal uh where did i see that from nick kelly oh my guy nick here we go uh it sounds like he's advocating. Uh, Saban said there may be some reason for a federal government to create some standard in NIL. Let me tell you this: uh, the federal government's got enough on its hands than getting involved with college football. The federal government needs to, uh, you know, not to take this, not to take this off the rails. But they've got a they've got a gun problem they need to address, and obviously uh, that's that's probably paramount than NIL. Here's the thing: I was talking about I was talking to my some of my my buddies last night about. Uh, International soccer, about Premier League soccer, and the way that some of these teams—Man, Manchester City, uh, Paris Saint-Germain, Chelsea—are spending money, and in, and where they got their money from, and how you know some of their money has come from wealthy oil investors, and some of their money has come from you know wealthy Russian billionaires, this, that, and the other. So. The older clubs, Liverpool, Manchester United, you know, Bayern Munich, have been upset that new money is coming in and basically, basically competing. And so, you know, what happens in FIFA is that FIFA creates some rules about oh, you can only spend X amount of dollars, and it has to come from legitimate like sources. Cap, so essentially, sort of, they call it financial fair play laws. And so what, ha- what, what, what happens then? Well, Ma- Manchester City breaks those rules. They're spending more and more money, and, you know, everybody's like, oh, they're breaking the rules. Well, Manchester City's competitiveness is good for the, for, for, for the overall sport. And what happens? Manchester City pays a little fine, and they keep going about their business. There's no real punishments here. That's exactly what's going on with the NCAA. There's not going to exactly. be any real punishments here. Now, my buddy who's a Liverpool fan is like, well, we should be spending this money. We have it. We've built up the club over 100 years, and we we, ha- we actually have it. It's it's in it's in the bank. We can just turn around and start spending at the same rate. And I said, well, do it. Just, just do exactly. it. There's there's no punishment here. So, you know, everybody talking about, oh, the NCAA needs to come down. The NCAA has made some rules. The NCAA has made some guardrails. What, two weeks ago they re-emphasized their guardrails. But Texas A&M don't care. Miami don't care. USC doesn't care. They're going to start operating in this gray space that has been created by NIL. And so Nick Saban... Quit crying and break out the daggum checkbook. Exactly. Like, get, get let that. You either get on board or get get out. And I'm not. I, I'm I'm hoping he gets on board because I don't want him to get out. Uh, I want to make that point clear. But basically, the rules of the game have changed. Alabama, the old the, the old guard, the longtime program, the, the the
1: prestige, one of the best programs in college football, right right up there. Like, it's an you, even playing field now, and he's upset about that. Of course, so the part the new, of the reason. The, so
0: the new money comes in and starts upsetting the apple cart, upsetting some of the some of the powers that be: Clemson's, mm-hmm. Ohio State's, Oklahoma's, and and, and Alabama. Oh, don't be upset about it. The rules have changed. There's no, there there there, there are no, and oh, it's all legal. E- exactly, go crazy. <laughs> go I crazy, mean, go stupid. I mean, exactly. So, uh, Nick Saban, just uh, I, I, I love you. You're the greatest college football coach that, that's ever lived. And, and, and I love what you've done for this university and for this city and for me specifically. But, my mans, like, wake up and get with the times because Jimbo's not going away. It's A&M's not 2010 not, anymore. Right. They're not going away. Uh, and the federal government, you want to rely on the federal government to create some standard in NIL? Well, you're, we're going to be waiting for ten years for that. Exactly. And, and, and coach, if you got ten years left, great, love it. Give me twenty years. But you're, we're going to be waiting for ten for ten years for some sort of standard and some sort of guardrails. And then on top of that, if there are standards and guardrails, who's going to enforce them? Who's enforcing the rules? Is the college football playoff going to keep A and M out of the out of the playoff they're this not, year if if they're
1: what twelve and or fourteen and or whatever the case may be? No, no. And you brought up financial fair play. Uh, talking about FIFA and all that. On the flip side, Major League Baseball, they don't have a salary cap, and no one's complaining about the Dodgers like, oh, my God, they got Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts. It's like, okay, so what? We got good players, too. We can spend money. Yankees, same thing. They spend a lot of money on their guys, and it's who cares, you know? Like, same thing with Nick Saban. If you want to spend, spend the money, but don't be like, oh, I can't believe A They're buying all these players and all that. Just do it. I mean, it's legal. You know, have fun with it. I mean, you, 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 the Major League Baseball is a great example
0: because, uh, you've got teams like the Dodgers and the Yankees who, who have spent major, major money over, uh, over basically the course of their entire franchise. But Lincoln, th- th- this, these are your champions. Braves, Dodgers, Nationals, Red Sox, Astros, Cubs, Royals, Giants, Red Sox, Giants, Cardinals, Giants. So. Like you're getting different champions almost every year. The last Yankees title was in 09 Yankees, Phillies, Red Sox, Cardinals, White Sox, Red Sox, Marlins, A- Angels. Like you have different champions pretty much every single
1: year. And when year. the Dodgers won, that was their first time since '85, I think. Exactly
0: Something like that. Yes, and so and so you want to you know when you want to mix up the sport, you want you 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 want to you know make it more interesting for for the national audience. I know here in Tuscaloosa, we don't care about that. We just want Alabama to roll over everybody fifty-six to nothing, but you want to make the sport bigger and better for the national audience, which means more money, more, ratings. more, more money, ratings. And more money coming into this university in this town, then, you know, this is not a bad thing. This is, this is not a bad thing overall in, 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 as a concept. And Coach Saban talking about, oh, we want to keep the boosters out of it. We want to keep, you know, the, the, uh, keep it pure. Well, here's the thing. If NIL doesn't work, these players aren't going to not get paid. They're just going to take it out of the university's act. Exactly. They're going to ta- they're, they're basically going to have to negotiate like the
1: cars. They're getting the Chargers and the Mustangs <laughs> and all that. They're
0: going to. Ha- they're going to basically be coming out of the university. They're going to say, "Oh well, if, if you're going to take it away from from the boosters, if you're going to take away the collectives, well, we're still getting paid, and we we got to get paid by you." And so use these deck boosters. To, to basically cover your expenses, cover your bills, because they want to pay for it, because they want to be involved in the program, and they want to feel good about themselves. They want to, you know, make the Alabama footballs and the Texas A&M footballs their shiny little toy that they can be involved in. Let them be involved and, in it. And save some,
1: your money and and, and and invest it in other ways. And some of these players aren't the best financially stable coming out of high school. If you remember, some of them, you know, I think there was a guy who played basketball. My dad was telling me about who came off, hopped off the bus, all he had was one pair of shoes and that's it. So, it ain't like they got it made where they're coming from. They need all the money they can get.
0: I think people are just afraid of change, Hunter. I agree. agree. But the winds of change are upon us. It's changing. Uh, before we get 100%. out of here, we're, we're going to wrap up in this segment. Uh, I want to break some news to everybody that Jerry Judy's uh, domestic violence, D- Jerry Judy's harassment is kind of what it was it was her, it was it was harassment with uh with the domestic violence enhancer has been officially dismissed by the judge uh so that's very great news for for Jerry Judy I, I, it's just worth noting this is uh, off of the same tweet from Tom Pelissero that broke that he says uh it's worth noting that Jerry Judy while he won't face any criminal charges he still potentially could face some punishment from the NFL <laughs> so it's
1: kind of still up in the air whether he's going to you know what anything's if anything's going to happen to him or not
0: yeah, NFL has their own personal conduct policy where they can uh, determine, you know, punishment. Uh, but uh, it seems like with some of the details that have come out about this case, no no physical violence, just kind of an argument over property, an argument over, you know, documents and things like that, uh, argument over a cell phone. I I would be very surprised if the NFL came out. The, the NFL's got a bigger punishment to decide uh, th- than Jerry Judy's. With Deshaun uh, Watson. Exactly. They, get, they need to put... Uh, Honestly, and it put Deshaun Watson under the league. He, 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 I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. Obviously, he's uh, not been convicted of anything criminal, uh, but facing 22 counts of uh, some sort of sexual misconduct. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you should not Very be playing ridiculous. this year at all. Uh, and so or that,
1: maybe the year after that.
0: Uh, sure. I mean, it, it's a, that's a serious situation that that people really uh, need to take. More stock into and and really I feel like the Browns are just like oh you know and and, and to build off that piggyback off that the the Baker Mayfield thing people talk about oh where's Baker Mayfield gonna play he's gonna play for the Browns yeah. next year because he's gonna play for all the games that Deshaun Watson no is, guarantee he's is gonna start yeah, yeah exactly. it is uh, is sitting for uh, so you know lots of lots of great fun from this weekend in sports. Uh, hundred one more one more thing before we get out of here. Did you see the qualifiers for the uh, college world uh, college softball world series?
1: I did, and Oklahoma looks like they're gonna run in the table again. SEC only getting one Boiner. qualifier yeah. and it being the Florida Gators, not
0: Arkansas, obviously not Alabama. It's Florida being the school to carry the SEC banner into college world uh, college world series. So, uh, I guess Best of luck to them. I guess. Good luck to them. I don't, I, I don't know. I'm not, I, I'll, I'll ask you, are you one of
1: those? I mean, I guess you are pulling for Tennessee. Are you one of those pull for the conference guys? Uh, no, not, not Florida, not Florida, but I'll pull for Tennessee baseball just because of one guy. And that is Drew Gilbert. Yeah. Drew Gilbert, chili Goober. bear. I, I think before, before you leave today, we need to drug test you just for just for saying uh I like Tennessee baseball and are yeah, yes, just that yes one guy one guy you, you I mean that orange and white it's it's infectious it's disgusting you can't have it you get it, you know you let it a little yeah. bit into your system it starts spreading and growing you see that guy who was on SEC network uh I said I just hate Alabama he was wearing an auburn shirt and a Tennessee hat. hey he was a nut uh fringiest thing I've seen.
0: Yeah, you ever worn, You ever che- cheered for, like worn another teams like gear just because you hate their opponent that much? Uh Have you? No, I'll no. never do that. No, I might wear like if I were going to a game uh, where the Packers were playing, I would probably try to gear up in the home team's uniform oh, and, for sure. Yeah, like
1: I do that for the Saints or the
0: Bucks, something like
1: that. Yeah,
0: cannot stand the Green Bay Packers and Tennessee baseball.
1: Anyways, that's gonna do it for us on Off the Edge. Hunter, thanks for hanging out with me, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Where do they find you out on the social medias? You can follow me on Twitter at hunterbrantley 8 hunterbrantley 8 I'm at JoeGather6. Mason Woods
0: underscore? M.A. Woods underscore? One of those will work for you. M.A. Woods underscore. M.A. Woods underscore. That'll be, that's the trio. That's our trio on social media. And follow... The Tide 109 account at Tide 109. You can find out all the programming updates, All the uh, follow all our reporters in the field as they go out to different things. That's where we put our SEC baseball tournament stuff. Uh, but we're, we're, we're kind of done with reporting for about a, a month or two. Uh, going into offseason for us, I'm going to go hibernate and then wake up and it'll be football season. Hibernate for 96 days and wake up ready for the Alabama Crimson Tide to roll over Utah State. Jay Barker show is coming up next. This is tied one hundred point nine. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa
1: weather. Mostly sunny and hot today, Tuscaloosa's high 91. Fair tonight with a low at 69. Tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny, the high 92. Thursday, partially sunny, a chance of scattered showers and thunderstorms during the day, the high at 89. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 85 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
0: Off the Edge on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube for live streams and instant analysis. Off the Edge with Jacob Harrison continues.